You're welcome, Stocko. Unreal. An instant classic. Jasmine, you think you've seen it all. Chaz Michael Michaels walks in with the unrated version. The undefeatable underdog, ice skating's backdoor lover. Chaz Michael Michaels has come in here and captivated this arena like a stack of classic Euro porn. And so while his scores are being tabulated, let's learn a little bit more about skating's leather-clad Lothario. Chaz Michael Michaels, an ice-devouring sex tornado spawned in the hellfires of Motown. Troubled childhood? If you call being a nine-year-old kid with a 35-year-old girlfriend troubled. At age 12, Chaz escaped the life of running cigarettes and illegal fireworks by becoming a star in Detroit's underground sewer skating scene. The only skater to win four national championships and an adult film award. Which is not to say this rough-hewn heartthrob doesn't have a softer side. He recently published a book of poetry, Let Me Put My Poems in You. Before a big competition, I like to work with leather. The Native Americans always said that working with hides and pelts releases the soul. These are a couple diaper bags I made for Faith Hill. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! This is the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunas. Japan, the Olympics, the 3M Open is over, and we are looking at a small field, a no-cut event, and a gold medal on the line, but who has more pressure? Everyone going for gold, or those who don't want to stunt their golf careers? Hello, Sung J.M. Hello, Siwoo Kim. We are going to tear this sucker apart, and we are almost through the entire tour season. Literally, the tour championship is right around the corner. We're almost to September. We're basically through July. It's fun, man. Cruising along. Majors are in the rearview mirror. But hey, hello, Canada. Hello, USA. Hello, Australia. Hello, UK. Welcome to the cut line for all you new listeners. Douchebag says what? What? what and for you returning listeners thank you welcome back welcome back if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits i'm michael kevin lunas at lunas on twitter l-i-u-n-a-s want to point something out man we did a live show with rob g today on how to get different in your lineup builds talking about randomness talking about lineup construction techniques all these different processes it was a great show about 45 minutes long 50 minutes long you can look up the timeline here on twitter uh look at my twitter stream and you guys can find it out um it was a good show man we we had a great talk talking about everything dfs and how to just how randomness comes into play. I loved it. Make sure you guys check it out. And of course, check out cutlinegolf.com 
to find all the best free DFS PGA analysis. And after the Olympics, we are looking to upgrade our website and give you guys a little bit of a different perspective, different look, upgrade our Vegas page. Everything should be rolling out just like that perfectionism, right? To get that right and get that out for you. So now before we continue, quick word from our sponsor. Padre, Padre. Padre. Padre, you've been playing great golf recently. What's your secret? I've been practicing with the golf swing shirt. I believe it's the best swing trainer ever invented. Did you say golf swing shirt? Yes, the golf swing shirt. It's for men, women, and children of all ages and sizes. The golf swing shirt helps you become a great ball striker by helping you learn a reliable and repeatable golf swing. Play great golf now with the golf swing shirt. Visit golfswingshirt.com to order yours today. That's right. You want to go play in the Olympics when you're just a little bit older, but you have so many swing flaws, you don't know where to begin. Get yourself a swing shirt. Harrington subscribes to the idea of wearing your swing shirt and developing your swing the best that you possibly can. This is ridiculous. Who would do this? Who would wear this at a driving range? Anyways, put the shirt on. Get those arms locked in and get ready to hit bombs, just like Phil Mickelson. Boom. Swing shirt. Get it. The cut line is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the Olympics. We're going to do the best we can. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. To make sure that you're cashing on Sunday, we'll be sure to bring in Saturday this time. We'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And the goal of the cut line is to be make sure that you're creating smashing lineups, cashing lineups, winning lineups, lineups that are kicking ass and taking names and scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line, where there is no cut line this weekend. Anyways, it's Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, whenever we make lineups to the Olympics. And I just don't know where ownership is leading. The guys I trust, Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com. So if you're not subscribed, easy fix. Go to Fanshare Sports, fill out all your information in your sign-up button. In your discount code, write the word CUTLINE and you'll receive 20% off your monthly membership. Of course, I would like to thank PGA Tour for all the stats they provide for us. PGA DFS gambling enthusiasts. And it sure is Fun to be winning. All those Cam Champ winners last night, man. Big shout out to my boys, Rich and Tom. Okay, first of all, Tom has graduated to elite status according to DraftKings Sportsbook. They're limiting his wagers. He's just won too much. He has won too much. He is too good. He's a shark, even though he says he's a minnow. Regardless, man, congrats. That's big news. But find yourself a new sportsbook. And Rich, man, over 5K. But you cashed out on one. You cost yourself 600 bucks, bro. Come on, you're better than that. You're better than that. Grow some stones. Grow a pair. I know you just got yourself some new clubs. But, you know, figure it out, dude. Figure it out. So this week, we are in Japan. Looking at the Olympics. Looking at everything that's going to break down. And we have a new course. Kasu Megaseki Country Club. The East Course. Now, golf is a major part of Japanese culture, and this course will display the national enthusiasm for a sport it loves very much. And we waltz into the Olympics at Kasu 
Migaseki East Course and looking for an angle to attack. We've not seen this course on tour rotation, obviously, and many are talking about the typical Tom Fazio designs and applying their own spin to what is going to happen the next few days. Truth be told, we finally get a course that is very much an enigma here stateside and anticipate certain characteristics to completely unravel lineups this weekend. Remember, no cut. No cuts. You've got to get clever somehow, some way. Much was changed during the renovation to make this course more competitive. Tee boxes were lengthened, fairway and greenside bunkers were added, plenty of elevation changes were instrumental in creating a more complex look, but the drastic change was the elimination of two green designs, which is common in Japan. The purpose of the two greens is so that they can golf can be played year round as they plan they the two greens are planted with different grass to accommodate the weather changes. Deep bunkers will defend these greens as straight as some of these shots seem. There seems to be key placed fairway traps bound to give some golfers trouble. So check out the video streams of the course because it's interesting. If anyone's wayward, I know we've been saying there are very generous fairways, but they're tree line fairways left to right off the fairway. You're going to have a tough time. So, so far, plenty of reports suggested this, but we, you know we'll see come tee off. These tree line fairways and players are going to have to eat up the par fours. It's highly unlikely that the players will be hitting the par fives and two, and the par threes play very long. It's going to be fun in Tokyo. Bent grass greens, Zoiza fairways, stint meters twelve plus, huge length seven thousand four hundred sixty-six yards, a par seventy-one, two water hazards. 60 bunkers, but they are deep, man. They are deep bunkers. Looking at the weather forecast, looking up ahead, Wednesday night, we have some wind. Some wind in the afternoon teen time, up to 12, 14, 15, 16 miles per hour, followed by some rain. And, of course, on Thursday, it gets windier in the afternoon again. So make sure that if you are playing tee times, that morning wave might be the way to go. Key stats I'm looking at, ball striking approach, driving distance, par 4 scoring, birdies gained, 3-putt avoidance, similar courses, Quail Hollow, Kapalua Resorts, Augusta National, and Shadow Creek. And you can, of course, find this all out on CutlineGolf.com on the course report. But the question is, who are we going to play this weekend? He's two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. This is the Cut Lines Birdie or Better segment where we are going to look at the best plays, top plays for this weekend, looking at the top tier all the way down through the 6K range. We're doing a little bit different. We got a shorter, shorter player pool, smaller player pool. So we are not going to go through our fundamental can't do it. We're not going to go through the MG monsters and guarantee. And we may see some changes to segments coming after the Olympics just to switch it up a little bit. Might get rid of the MG and stick with the dance floor, um, but we'll see. But we are going to start here in this top tier range, this 10K range. We're looking at Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Matsuyama, Rory McIlroy, and Patrick Reed. First of all, thing I want to point out, early ownership projection says JT, Patrick Reed are the least favorite of the crew. Matsuyama's gaining steam, right? He's gaining steam, just won the Masters. We understand what's at hand for, for Hideki Matsuyama being 
so close to home. And of course, then Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Roy McElroy. All these guys grade out awesome. Like in the confidence model, Patrick Reed's the only one who's not in the top 10. Patrick Reed's the only one in the not, ten, not in the top 10 in the aggregate model. But then we get to the overall stat model. So this is where things kind of switch it up. Morikawa is number two. Xander's number three. But Reed is number eight, while JT and McElroy are sitting out of the top 10. So the question is here when looking at my models, the overall stat model looks at Vegas. It looks at my overall metrics, PGA metrics. Aggregate model looks at every single model that I build and aggregates their ranks. And then, of course, the confidence model is, you know, singular to itself with plenty of special sauce. But let's look at the key stats from 2021. All right, here's what we're doing. We're weighting strokes gain T to green, ball striking, approach, driving distance, birdie average, par four scoring. This is where things get unique. Morikawa is abundantly clear the number one. Again, these are based on 2021 PGA stats. Justin Thomas, number four. Xander Shoffley is number five. Decky is number 13 in 2021 Rory is number seven Patrick Reed is number 15 now here's the thing when we look at these stats specifically because I feel like this is such a par four course your top par four scorers in this group Xander so if I'm picking out of this range looking at all the rankings all the models I'm going to go heavy on Xander Shoffley. I think most people are going to go to Colin Morikawa. The guy just won a major, so it, it makes sense, right? But I'm going to go Xander. I don't often get the chance to roster Xander in a, in a non-major event where I feel comfortable doing it. I think this is the case. JT has just been too crazy off the tee, and I'm not saying that he'll miss fairways. He'll just miss in the wrong spots. Matsuyama is a solid play. Rory's a solid play. Reed's a solid play. I'll... I, if I won 50 max, I'm not quite sure if I'm doing that yet. I'm running out of time, by the way. All these cost contests are filling up. But of this group, Xander's my favorite play. Xander is hands down far and above and beyond my favorite play. Looking at the power rankings, though, your top 10. It's, it's Morikawa number one, Xander a close second. Justin Thomas is number five. We'll get to who's between him and number... In, in third and fourth soon. And then following that, Matsuyama's number seven. And then Reed and McElroy are nine and ten, respectively. So, of course, you can find out the power rankings on cutlinegolf.com, able to look at the tournament models, the things that I'm using to make judgments based on these key plays, key an- analytics. So where do we leverage in this in this grouping? You can look at par four scoring. I think that's a popular trend. We kind of talked about that already. If we're looking strictly on approach, we'll look at my approach model. Again, we got guys who are all top 10 except Patrick Reed. If we're going to say being off the tee is your best bet, a lot of guys in this group struggled their last few rounds. Okay, Justin Thomas specifically. You look at Patrick Reed. He's never been strong off the, t- uh, off the tee. If we, if we look at driving distance, Morikawa is suspect. It's questionable. But how do you explain the Open Championship and the length of that course? So a lot to digest here. Again, Xander's my number one play in that 10K range. 
Now the 9K range. Victor Hovland is number one. It's it's clear. Neiman's up there. Lowry, Casey, Answer, Sunjay M. And we all know the narrative of Sunjay. I'm not going to go into super depth. If you don't know, Sungjae's fighting for his professional golf career, so he's not in the military for two years. All he has to do is medal. Hopefully he can do it. We'll see. I'd love to see Sungjae, you know, as a part of the PGA Tour, but I highly respect that he might have to serve his nation prior to fulfilling any personal goals and dreams that he could potentially have. So we'll see. Anyways, Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland here in this in this in this moment is my favorite. He's third in my projections model, in my style model. He's number two, so that's something to point out. The next thing though that that just re- I really love about Victor, he's number one in my overall stat model, number three in my confidence model, number two in my aggregate model. We've seen him being a scoring machine, which this course could turn into on those par fours they're all scorable they're all drivable in terms of like being straight holes tree line holes it's the par fives that are long victor hovland can tear up this course all we need victor to do is to fix that recent putter yips and we're good to go shane lowry i think is going to be very popular this week and that's in part to you know just his recent form he's played very well is he going to be above 10%? I think everyone in this 9K range is going to be above 10%. No one's going to be more popular, though, than Victor Hovland. That, 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 that's pretty clear. But you're not getting any single-digit 9K ownership this week. Even with Paul Casey, people are all on him. Abraham Answer, people are on him. Neiman, you just don't have a large enough player pool to get different here. And that's the, that's the thing. thing I don't like, though, is... I'm not going to leverage the position based on ownership, right? I, I'm not a big fan of Shane Lowry. He has not done well historically on, on on Fazio courses. If you look at his overall stat model, he ranks the lowest. He's 16th overall. He could potentially, you know, get some good days where, where he's dominating, but I don't know if he can do it for all four rounds. So we'll see. Paul Casey, the history's there, the experience is there. I, I could potentially see him winning. So if you want to bet him, I would suggest that. And I think a lot of people are now looking for those long shot bets. I'm not sure if that's the route to go. I'm treating this as like with a major, not necessarily like a major style course, but most definitely a major style attitude in that these players, the cream's going to rise to the top. They want the gold medal. They understand what's at stake. Because every four years, it's a little bit different. Even Rory coming out and saying he didn't have that much interest. Bull, he's got interest. He would love to take home some hardware. All right. So going down to the 8K range, the guys that really interest me here are Leishman and Cam Smith. The Zoysa Fairways, I think, is going to be a play. And you can actually roster all the guys who basically have grown up in on Zoysa. So that would be Cam Smith. That would be Mark Leishman. And they're from Australia. If you go down to New Zealand, you play someone like Ryan Fox. And then if you go to South Africa, you go to Higo and Bez. So I think that is a most definitely a lineup building strategy. I don't know how many people are going to do that. I really don't. I, I'm I'm not planning on listening to any shows this week, so I'm going to look at the trends on FanshareSports.com, see if anyone mentions this at all. But I do think it'd be it's it's interesting if you're doing some MME builds. To do that kind of strategy, you'll just adopt all the Zoysa players, and hopefully it pans out. Hopefully it's something that works out. 
you just basically need one through six to win this week and get your lineups differently. So, again, Cam Smith, Leishman, the the grass type, the grass style is something that I really like. Bez, same difference. Um, Big, big, big thing I want to point out, though, is Corey Connors. Corey Connors right now is projected to be double-digit ownership in the 20s. Could be the chalk donkey. He's not, like, super cheap like he was at the Masters, though, where this is 8,800 Corey Connors. I have the luxury of betting him, which I'm going to do. Probably put it each way on him, at least the top 10, top 20. But he's not in the best form. We, we've seen him struggle in the last 12 rounds to where he's kind of middle of the pack in approach, middle of the pack in scoring. Putter's kind of wanky. And my overall stat model, he looks good, though. He's number 10 overall, number 9 in my aggregate model. I'm just not sure I'm going to buy that. The other thing that's concerning, short on driving distance. All right, he's 22nd in the field on driving distance. Bez is 28th, so that gets me concerned. But again, we're playing on the Zoiza. He might get some advantage there. Moving down in this 8K range, Tommy Fleetwood, always popular. I, I did mention on the show with Rob G, it would be ironic if Fleetwood wins gold here after never winning on PGA Tour. I would, I would, I would find that quite impressive. Guido is most definitely the flavor of the month. Him and um, Mito. So you can just anticipate high ownership here. Can he win? Can he play well enough? I think so. I just don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to buy into that because his ownership is going to be up. And I think this is kind of where you need to leverage the field is this 8K range. And the guy that I don't love but have some interest is Thomas Peters. Uh, we were talking about him during the match play, coming back, playing at the PJ Championship. He kind of let everyone down. He, he was very well liked by a lot of touts. Since then, disappeared, right, back to the Euro Tour. And I'm most definitely going to go back. I, the same things that we saw, you know, just a couple months ago, we're, we're, we're seeing again. He, he has had success on... The PGA Tour, tied for 15th at, at Puerto Rico, tied for 13th at Corrales, obviously at the match play, tied for 8th, um, has four, you know, victories on the Euro Tour, an additional victory after that, looking at his best results in the 2019 season, a WGC event, tied for 18th. So that's kind of key for me, because the Olympics are, in essence, a WGC event. There's no cut. So you're going to get four rounds, six of six, no matter who's playing, unless they withdraw. I like that upside. We, we've seen him do well before. 2019, tied for 23rd at the PGA Championship. Tied for 23rd at the Byron Nelson. So we know the upside is there for Peters. He's young. He's 29 years old. U of I graduate. University of Illinois graduate. I know other U of I's out there. But still, something to key in on for me this weekend is Peters, and he's coming in at low ownership, so we're going to take advantage of that. Moving forward in this 8K range, Mackenzie Hughes is going to be popular you know, after him playing so well, but no one's just going to have the ownership of Corey Connors. And then you're looking at guys like Fleetwood, Leishman, Guido, and, and Cam Smith that are just going to absorb all the stragglers who have no interest in playing, court, uh, playing CC. So going on to the 7K range, 
Johnny Vegas is my first and favorite player. He is going to be super chalky. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay? He's going to be incredibly chalky just because of how well he's been playing. And if he could just turn the putter around, we are looking at wins and victories. Give him this small field that we're looking at, and I think it's a viable option. Next play I'm going to mention, and this is most definitely a gut call, Rikuya Hoshino. All right, he's from Japan, so he's playing at home. I guarantee you he's played this course a ton. And I know I talked about on, on the show, the DFS school, that we, that we shouldn't play him, but I think a lot of people are going to go in a different direction. And they're not going to roster some of these guys because they just don't know who they are. But Rakuya Hoshino has been on PGA Tour before. He's played here, even though he's playing in the Japanese Tour. And and we've seen him play in major championships at the U.S. Open. Tied for 26th in 2021. Missed the cut at the PGA Championship. Missed the cut at the Open Championship in 2021. So that's three majors of PGA Tour that we've seen Hoshino. He's 25 years old. He's young. Not going to be highly owned. Take advantage. He's won on the Japanese tour five times. He's one and one in the playoff record. And in his tour wins, uh, the Japan Challenge tour wins, he has victory there. So he's got a winning pedigree over in Asia. Take advantage of it. Rakuya Hoshino. Okay. Rakuya Hoshino. Of course, there's the popular Siwoo Kim. We know what's at stake with him. Same as Sung J.M. So, kind of curious to see what happens there. Um, but looking at this 7K range, normally I'm all about like taking advantage of it, exploiting it. But there are just guys that I really don't want to play. Um, you know, someone that probably is going to get talked up. I, I I know Rick Gaiman has loved him in the past. Is Jazz Jen Watanan or Watananwan, however you say his last name. Um, I'm not buying it. People are going to go Sebastian Munoz. He's got decent driving distance. Siwoo Kim, we've seen him struggle under pressure, like and, and especially what's going on here. But then that leaves us to Carlos Ortiz. He's a big bomber off the, off the tee. Solid in par fours, solid in par fives. Has had six rounds in the 60s this year. Six. So you're like... He's had a lot. He ranks sixth in rounds in the 60s. He's a scoring machine. He just doesn't do it enough consistently, but we are going to see him for four rounds. He's 22nd in approach in 2021, 10th in ball striking. Ortiz is a solid option at, at 7,900. If you look at him in, in terms of ownership, he's coming in low owned, right? He's coming in at 12.5%. So he's most definitely an option here. Go down to Sebastian Munoz, Anton Rosner, Thomas Dietrich. These are guys that I like. I just don't necessarily love. But we're coming to chalk number one. Mito at 28%. I'm sorry, but if you want to get different and build your lineups a little bit differently, get it just a tad different in your strategy, say the fade for Mito and just don't do it. Don't do it. You'll be so much happier after he falters and fails in some form or fashion. CT Pan, just going to bet him. That's all I'm going to do. Don't think I'm going to end up with him in DFS. 
and then Matthias Schwab. These are guys that we've seen on tour struggle that we've liked before. It's just I don't know how much I can buy into some of these guys, you know, as we move forward. So go down to that 6K range. The guy that I really like is Norlander. I think he's going to get a lot of love because in everyone's models, he's going to pop compared to the rest of the 6K range. And he's coming in at 20%. Now, I do like him for that. But if his ownership is that high at 6,800, be wary of playing him. You can go down to Sobs. You could go down to Lahiri. There are plenty of options down here. Okay. But when we start getting into the, the, the Zanotti, the Scott Vincents, you know, I'm not too sure that I am going to buy into that. Joachim Hansen. Maximilian Kiefer. We, we, these are names we've heard before, trust me. But that we we know how dangerous they are but adrian merrick okay he has no euro tour, tour wins he's from poland and he's been a pro since 2016 <coughs> his recent form the last time we like we saw him was july 10th at the scottish open Tied for 59th. Prior to that, tied for 121st. Tied for 116th. So he's not dominating. He is basically a non-factor for me. He made the Olympics for the country exemption of Poland. And I just wanted to clear that up. A listener asked me on Adrian, and and I'm not going to buy him. No, thank you. If you guys are going to build Stars and Scrubs... I think you're reaching going into the 6K range. These are some really bad golfers. They really are. Could they get lucky, find lightning in a bottle? Absolutely. I'm just not going to buy it. It's balanced build. Get different. Get those ownerships low. All right, let's take it home. Let's go. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. So that's it. It's over. It's all over. That is the cut lines breakdown of the Olympics. Man, it's be fun. Join us next week as we break down the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Of course, another no-cut event. Our favorites. And then on to the Wyndham, the Northern Trust, and then finally the BMW Championship. Come on, DK. Give us a milli for the Beamer. Do it. Do it. All right, guys. That'll do it for the cut line. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Special shout out to Fanshare Sports. Go get them. Get those wins. Peace.